This is Cinema Architects, where three future architects design an awesome movie plot. Welcome to Cinema Architects, everybody. I'm Robbie. I'm Austin. I'm Nate. And uh, we're back at it again uh, with the white vans. No, um, we're coming at you today with... <laughs> He hates, it. he hates it so much. That was a terrible, terrible reference. <laughs> it's the meme that will never die, no matter how much we try to kill it. Oh my god, that's right, <laughs> memelicious. Um, all right. So, uh, believe it or not, I'm walking on air, and I've got uh, a uh, uh, an idea today. Uh, I guess a better reference. Full of I'll ideas. Give you, I'll give you a little bit on that one. It was still bad. <laughs> um. Okay. Um. So it's a movie. We're going to make it. We're going to suss it out well, together somebody's got here together. Um, so I'll just outline the basic idea today. Um, and that is imagine a world. Uh, and it's a pretty familiar world to us now where. Sounds familiar. You can't go out at night, late at night, like at all, because there are creepy dudes in vests that'll come and get you if you're out too late. And nobody's ever seen him act super violent, but the thing is, if you're out there, when they're out there, you're done so, buddy. And uh, they got these like creepy, weird fluorescent vests or whatever. And that's uh, that's the movie idea. We've all kind of thought up our own plots for it and everything. Yeah. Would you like to know the inspiration behind the idea? Yes, I would, Robert. Yes. Tell us this inspiration. Well, basically, it's just, it's it's pretty inane in that I was just kind of getting up and going to work one day, and uh, I get out. I get outside and I look around and there's a lot of construction going on in my area and it's very early in the morning and all I see are these uh, construction worker dudes just kind of walking along, going to their respective sites and there's just one, just, they're, they're not in groups or anything, it's just one and then another one and another one and they're just scattered throughout my vision and they're just plodding along to their jobs and I was like, ooh, <laughs> spooky. <laughs> spooky. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? So... My plot kind of went more sci-fi rather than thriller a little bit. Okay. So my protagonist is a father. Uh, pretty, He's pretty plain. Um, he's, he's smart, though. He's very smart. So he, it, something in his past really set him off on the this path that he's going on now and uh. the fact that his former wife and his child it was going to be his child died because she was in labor ah during the night and he oh. would not take them to a hospital and some complications happened oh, shit, where both the mother and the child died so why he- didn't he want to take them to a hospital because he can't go out at night it was oh too late at night. i see was- he was too spooked out yeah that's he pretty was like i'm not we're going to die if we go out there. We might as well. I'm going to try and birth this baby and some things went wrong and she died. She died, but the kid lives. No, the kid the kid's died also as dead. Well. So, no, yeah. so he has new kids. He, he Some he new kids, a, better kids. Yeah, he has a new family. Honey, we can make but more. from what his motivation behind that, from, from that scene is now he has created an android that is a nurse that is now in every household basically oh he's developed a product that is this nurse android that's become like kleenex it's so ubiquitous exactly exactly and so now everybody has a pseudo hospital within their 
house so they don't have web to md on the way a be- basically <laughs> basically mm. web md but an actual physical object that is i am you. web md do you need apavaria stat <laughs> <laughs> no stop bringing that back uh, but yeah so that was my idea i have more fleshed out but i want to know what your guys's protagonist is wow yeah no we all took this very different directions i think um i thought uh, we i mean full disclosure behind the scenes i heard robert's uh inspiration before he spoke it again here oh, like the construction worker the business. construction worker business right I found that almost more interesting than the village at night that can't go out and is afraid of the boogeyman or whoever. Okay. So I went more with your inspiration on it, and I developed a protagonist uh, who's a female, and she's an architect. And Whoa, okay. Right? A little bit Mary Sue <laughs> so mean, far, don't you I think? Mean, <laughs> I mean, she, uh, she's pretty cool. You know, she does like the best job ever, so... <laughs> Um, she can architect she can sing no i mean it's one of those things where it's like you know a day in the life she wakes up from her apartment you know and she goes outside she's like oh i wonder what they're building over there you know and maybe very similar experience to you she wakes up bright and early it's dark and same exact scene we just see construction workers mindlessly walking back and forth from the site to wherever you know but i wanted some kind of weird things in it like i didn't want uh the typical a fence that has the sign that says this building will be this in 2019 brought to you by these partners or oh, whatever sure. or this is a rjm construction or whatever you know i didn't want any there's no branding nothing you know and maybe a few of the construction workers aren't wearing hats at all and maybe like there's not adequate lighting because they are working like a little bit in the dark and she's like oh, that's weird so you know she goes to work and she wants to find out more about what this building is but doesn't find any information on it at all like there's nothing. There's no public record. There's no client. There's nothing that she can find at all about what's going on there. And so she starts to get more paranoid. And as an architect, she tries to take photos and tries to drop some mock-up plans. And she's like, what is happening here? So eventually she tries to sneak on and really get a, an up-close and personal look. But she finds more than she bargained for. But we don't have to go with uh, that one. Okay. So they all right. All right. And Robbie? <laughs> Um, yeah, I probably went a bit more of a traditional route with it, um, just because I've had it stewing in my head for a bit. Um, and it's, it's basically, yeah, there's this person who's lived in this and I, and I didn't think so much village at night. I, I thought urban area at oh, night. Oh, I, I mean, yeah, I, I just said village, but I just meant a you know, group of people at night. Right. Um, and I thought, you know, they've been born into this and they've lived like this all their life and, um they really just want to like figure it out and like maybe get rid of them because they're a menace and like they're incredibly horrifying, but they're just, you know, maybe they want to go out at night. They're interested like in things at night. And so they, they're part of this group of like-minded people, um, that like, they're, they're kind of like an informal extermination squad because like the, the government certainly doesn't want to do anything about it because they're scared shitless about it all the time. Uh, but these people, they want to do something about it. And basically, um, their, their goal is to get out there in like some kind of protected suit or something and, uh, interact with them and maybe get rid of them. And that's kind of the impetus for the whole thing. Okay. Okay. So that one, but we still have a government. 
Yeah, there's still like a city government and stuff. So the military has taken want... no action. So they they so far they found that they can't like it's just so, they're too elusive. So is and, that broadcast like on the news during the daytime of like by the way like staying after dark and the president has said that they have no idea and I'm just curious how aware I guess, yeah, I'm not this world sh- is I'm of not sure this how... phenomena and how much everyone is taking a stance of like. Yeah, like we tried and we're just going to live with it and work around them. So I think that's kind of what it is, is that they they live and work like this and they just they're aware of it and they right. just don't go out at night. And right. that's what it is. And Robbie, that actually can combine with my idea moving forward oh, sure. a lot because that's kind of what it was going towards okay. a little bit. Um. But mine was not just the fact that they just want to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Mine was the fact that these androids that are in all of these houses start killing people. And they okay. find out that the the people at night are behind it. They have somehow hacked into the system or whatever. Oh, they're hackers behind, now. I guess. Mm-hmm. And they've they've some they're somehow behind it. So, Clever girl. So the, right. So the guy, <laughs> she, she's accessed the mainframe. <laughs> Clever girl. Clever girl. <laughs> Picturing like a velociraptor and like a fucking baseball cap, <laughs> Doritos next to the yeah. computer, just slugging down Mountain Dew like tonight tomorrow. Yes. Uh, so so then the. My protagonist, which could also be part of a group, then goes out to try and grab one and interrogate, like, why are you doing this? Who are you? Like, what is this? Like, I think they finally just snapped, like, we can't, we can't live like this anymore Mm. and we need to do something about it. Now, if I could get into what I imagine these, these vest creatures to be kind of right. Mm -hmm. So they're humanish. And they, they appear what, or they wear what appear to be like human clothing and everything, including those bright highlighter colored vests. So they kind of stand out. Right. Yeah. Um, but their face is just kind of like, like you look at it and it has these weird, uh, folds and creases and valleys and everything that you can't really make out the shape of it that well. It's like, it's a little ambiguous and to, to kind of give away what I imagine happens here. Well, like when, when people disappear, right. Is that they, I imagine they kind of subsume them. Right, like imagine, uh, like like a car getting spray painted or something. Yeah, and going through a car wash and woo, and now it's orange. Yep, like they they get close enough to him and they just kind of like get absorbed into him, kind of thing like. Gotcha. And then they kind of pass out it's a the conglomerate other end. of both. Yeah, as yeah. and like you know they, they still kind of look like you not know quite, Mary from yeah, accounting. Yeah, not quite Mary, but not quite whatever that thing yeah. was. And she has the similar features with like this weird kind of vest thing. Like, is it attached to her body? And also sure. her face is totally messed sure. up now. And the zombie effect. We still recognize a little bit of humanity, but at the end of the day, we recognize there is no humanity. So left. yeah. So tell me what you think about that. I don't know. Are you saying that people have seen this then? Because I, my thought was they just kind of go out and nobody just, nobody sees what goes on. Like it just, they're gone. The, my my thought is you don't see that until like the the like midpoint climax of the whole thing like that the only time that they've seen it is when these people go out there to like in a, like a suit they're like okay I'm suit I'm suited up and protected whatever these guys end up doing they can't get me but that doesn't matter because they just kind of eat you like each up oh sure like with their body okay so and most of the time eat you with my body <laughs> eat you with my body um yeah and I don't know. 
maybe that's just poor writing that I don't know why they haven't seen it before. But well, I <laughs> no, no, I ah, think oops. I, I, I have maybe an explanation to that, which is what was getting in later in my thought process. Uh-huh. Um, but first off, Nate, I think your idea was interesting, but I think it could be for another episode. Yeah, no, I, I think it, it doesn't really, it's not, and I'm, I'm fine with that. No, no. And I, I have some ideas. It is very interesting. I, I no, toyed with the idea. Well, and in mine, it, it starts at, well, I toyed with two ideas of where it's the character like Vertigo. We think something otherworldly and supernatural is happening. All evidence leads to it, but then we find out it is quite the contrary and there is a rational explanation and the rational explanation is actually worse than what we thought was going on. Uh, and see, that's what but I then was I kind of getting flipped at. it though. Instead of I could also flip it though. Instead of like thinking something really ordinary is going on, finding out that something completely out of the ordinary uh, is going right, on. Right. Right. See, I went with the first one, and maybe the explanation to this is they. So maybe the government or just like propaganda in general is telling them that these creatures just consume them maybe they see it on tv or whatever and maybe they do i don't know but they i think they end up grabbing one they end up grabbing one and they bring them into our world i'll say okay into the audience we're following this half of the world and so they bring we bring them into our world and we find out that these people have the the vest people well people are things whatever the vest things mm-hmm. have also been told that they can't go out during the day huh so they're on the opposite huh. end of this and they're being told that they can't go out during the day that these yeah. people are dangerous and if you see one if you ever see one come into like out at night they're usually very dangerous and you need to put them down right hmm. there because they will they will destroy our society like you need to kill them which is why you never see them again i i had a, an idea that would that kind of interconnects both of those in a sense and it jumps ahead as to the why because i'm sure that's most of this movie is why what is happening why is this happening mm-hmm. how is this happening but i figured that either it was it probably has to be a government program thing because otherwise i can't figure out why an alien or something would want it maybe a robot maybe it's a, a robot is evil thing but i felt it'd be interesting if uh like if you wander out and you investigate and you get too close and like it gets you you know the, the orange vest thing happens and then you pass through the whatever and basically you're in a, in a sense transformed to where you're still kind of you but you're also connected to like a greater ant hive mind oh, and sure. so you're a little bit kind of quote-unquote zombie-ish but once you're you've been selected you've once they got you um, you become part of the workforce and you are forced to build the city around all these people until you die. Ah. And so they're like, don't interact with them because if you get too close, you'll also become one of them. And if it's during the people that like, don't go to day because any people you find are out to get you. And it's just a propaganda paranoia scheme to make sure that the workers keep working, even though I'd imagine they're, they're basically brainwashed. So they don't, they don't really have to like sit them down to class. Maybe it's just like images that flash up on a screen that like, you know, do not go out at day or whatever, kind of like subliminally. Right. Subliminally. <laughs> subliminally. Um, in, infecting the people who are quote unquote infected because they're like, it works. But like there is, there are ways in which, you know, they break from the, the programming and they kind of snap out of this fugue state in which they just, they just, they work, you know, kind of the, 
the worker force and you'd literally just work. Oh, he collapsed. He's dead. Just go bury him and we'll go get another person. And you don't pay them anything and they work 24-7 and they request no benefits. They have no vacation. They just build the city. And no one really knows where they came from because no one's hush-hush. Hmm. Interesting. But and it's just an idea. Just no, an idea. no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, no, that is very interesting. So it's kind of like we live with them because they're benefiting us. Yes. But the government probably wouldn't say anything like, oh, we, we've tried, but uh, uh, yeah, we don't know why it's happening, even though they are the ones causing well, it. Well, I mean, and then you think like the general public know, you know, they, they know about it. Yeah. And they know and they think that we just can't do anything about it. Oh, yeah. It. And so they're like, well, I mean, yeah, it sucks, but they're benefiting us and I just don't have to go out at night. Yeah. So that's fine. And which would be interesting yeah. because then I think then again, I'm going back to my protagonist. We don't have to necessarily have this protagonist, but I'm going back to him just saying like, maybe he finally snaps and maybe, okay, let's, let's erase that the androids are killing people. Let's just say they, they're stopped working. Maybe sure. like they don't work a hundred percent. And he's just like, this is stupid. This is stupid. Like I have done everything I can to try and make people live. If they have some awful thing happen sure. at night, we can't do this anymore. Gotcha. And like, we can't just all live in one giant building. Mm. Like that's just not going to work. Cause we also have to put that in because people will be like, well, why don't you just make tunnels and everybody lives inside? Cause that's not good. People <laughs> I made my thesis on this. That's Skyways good. are terrible. They're awful. But Boston, we live in a city that has lots of skyways. Yeah, and they killed the street. <laughs> but it keeps us warm. Boston. Downtown Minneapolis is dead. <laughs> it's fine for college campuses though. I mean tunnels. Tunnels. It I would have liked NDSU to have tunnels. It's, I would have too. I could have walked around naked. No. Okay. Anyways. I mean, it's not like there's businesses to support to support. That is anyways. true. That is true. On a campus it's fine because there isn't businesses and other things and you're going to things that you just need to do. Yeah. But you could have had that on campus. And then you have anyways. a neat tunnel culture. I've never been in a <laughs> tunnel, tunnel culture. culture. Welcome to the tunnel, young man. Uh, Grab your miner's hat and grow out your beard. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this fun? Hmm? Yeah, I feel like tunnel culture is not good. <laughs> but if you find any gold, I'm going to kill you. Because <laughs> all gold you find down here is my gold. It's my gold. <laughs> my hills. My gold. <laughs> But have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah. So I don't know, Robbie. What are you thinking over there? What are, What are you? What are you brewing in that? What, I, what stew? Oh, what am I stewing and brewing? And yeah. Uh, I don't have a rhyme for that. Um, yeah, I think he's brewing. I think it makes sense to kind of combine my protagonist and your protagonist, and um, at, <laughs> And and make them like, yeah, we I've made this thing and none of it works and I want to do something about it that's more permanent and get rid of these fuckers. And uh that kind of leads into the midpoint of the film and everything. Gotcha. Um and I think what Nate brought up about the backstory makes a lot of sense too, that like, you know, they're and well they you both elaborated on it where it's like they're uh oh boy, I'm too tired right now. <laughs> um where they're these guys are these like government drones kind of, and they've been tricked too. And, and it, it makes a lot of sense to like, well, 
actually what I'd really like to know is how that works with like them subsuming people. Cause if they have somewhat of a consciousness and they're like, Oh, I should listen to what the government says. I should attack these people. Then like, I mean, I don't, I don't know, not necessarily a conscience. I mean, and I, this is going to get weird because I'm sure ants have conscience, consciousness, consciousness, but, um, I mean, they, it's a hive mind, you know, it's yeah. like they, they don't think for themselves. I mean, they do, but I mean, they're all carrying leaves into this giant hill to make the hill bigger and then they all die. Well, and it's I, all because there's this big queen in there making more of them so they can continue doing exactly what they're doing. I think the great a great backstory to this could be that some sort of disease made these people think like this and mm-hmm. they all think of in a hive mind. This disease could never be cured. Like it could it just still could never be cured. Sure. Until finally they were like, "Oh, we can like make something to where they can't be out during the day, let's say. And they just, they, they can't be cured. But then the government also saw that like, Oh my God, we could make this, we, can, to our, utilize we this. can utilize this to our advantage. And so they keep building and building and building. So maybe building. they start off more as scary beastie monster things that are just wild and ravenous. Mm. And then the government develops something that looks very similar to a construction worker vest uh, that is placed yeah. over them as a control collar. And then that flashes and you know, they're like, okay, don't go out at the daytime and don't trust normal looking people. Sure. Blah, blah, blah. But they still retain enough of their kind of, you know, ferocity to where if a normal person crosses their path, not so good for that normal person. Right. 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 No, I like that. Cause then. Ooh, I, what if this is an alien invasion type thing? And then basically it'd be, that's a weird twist, isn't it? You get invaded by aliens and then mankind conquers the aliens and then forces the aliens to work. It's kind of district slaves. nine-ish. Yeah, but, the, but District 9 is in control. They're just quarantined. Right. This is like, oh, we just beat you, and now you're going to be our slaves forever. Right, yeah. But anyway, that not not that that has to be here nor there. Disease is totally fine as well. Sure. Yeah, that might I be think a bit much for them. I, well, I like the... <laughs> Robots and aliens and zombies? <laughs> Give me more. Oh, Lord. I think I like the idea that there are people that are diseased because then it, it, it like you feel for them a little sure. more. And I think, not necessarily a twist at the end, but I think at the end we find out that the government does know how to cure this, Mm. Mm. but it's just worked out so much in their favor and it's worked out for society that they choose to do nothing. That makes sense. And there have been so many dumb people that have gone out at night enough to where it's like the cycle never ends. Yeah. Because there's going to always be these people and society in general have just accepted it because they're like, well, they're building our cities. Like they're doing all of this. Like we don't have to do any of this labor anymore. You could have some really cool creepy scene of like an elementary school and like this little crappy movie gets placed in, you know, and it's just like. I suppose you all have many questions about the night workers. Well, this video is here to explain, you know, and uh, like, yeah. all these people are, it's like ingrained in them. And so then you have that father main character figure who's terrified of it and then loses his wife and kid because of it, which I think is, that's a really interesting dynamic, honestly. Yeah. And so scared to go out that you, you lose your wife and child. And society as a whole is kind of addicted to, it's like, it's like a, 
you know, like so many uh, science fiction things are like, oh, we're addicted to this crazy good energy that we can't get rid of or like our fixation on gasoline or something. Yes. Like, and that's the thing. Yeah. Is he would, he'd probably bring it to court, but he'd probably lose or something because society's like, well, like it's good for the gander. Like it helps everybody. Like, I'm sorry it didn't work out for your one instance, but, you know whoops <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like we can't do anything that's what like, they, they, yeah. we can't do anything about it you so should have checked know. her in during the day or you should have you know, right requested right. this service or whatever like we can't help you beyond right. this i'm so sorry exactly but that's just how it is right and then, yeah and then it motivates him and there's nothing nothing is working for him nothing is working for him so finally he's just like i am sick of this mm-hmm we can't keep doing this. And yeah. I think there's a small group that's about behind him. I think yeah. he's not the only one. Yeah, I think he gathers uh, a, a cast of extras. and uh... Or maybe maybe he finds this group. Because I feel like this group has probably been there for a while. Right. If he's, been, if he's been working on like a robot or something, he wouldn't have time to join some resistance thing. Right. And so he, find, he comes across them once he becomes more interested in it. And I'm thinking that there's some sort of party. You know, in the political system. I oh. think they're like a no night worker party or something like that. Yeah. You know, like we need to get rid of them. And and I think I like the idea that they just want to get rid of them. Like they're not like, what do we need to do? And maybe the, the father figure is like, I just want to know what they are. And yeah. Why, why can't we cure them? Cure them. Like what are they like? How how can we fix them? Yeah. Basically? Oh, because gotcha. he's, he's a. He's a medical guy, you know, or yes. a technology guy. Yes. So he wants to fix them. Mm-hmm. Whereas this party is just like, we just want to get rid of them. Yep. We can't eradicate fix them. them all. We've tried. Burn them. We have had them. many decades to yep. try and figure this out. And we haven't, which they actually have. But And the government's like, that. well, we can't cure them, but we can utilize them. And if we just live within these laws that we've put in place about nighttime curfew, we'll be fine. Right. And we have free man labor out of it. Right. Mm. Exactly. So... Yeah, but that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I like so we've gotten to that point now that so we've gotten to almost the climax. Yes. So what is he going to do about it? He's going to take out his big gun and he's just going to shoot him up. I don't know. Do I, you, I suppose that's one of the endings is d- in, destruction. Yeah, it, that's basically what mine was in like my original notes. There was basically corral them all and then dump them in acid and like. Holy cow! It I, was really thriller. Well, I think it would be interesting if the party finally gets out to resist and they start shooting them. But this guy has a separate agenda and he uh. takes like a teen. We'll say a teen. Ah, good teen. Yeah. He's going to take one of the teen zombies, basically, and he's going to examine him and just be like, what is this? What is this guy? And he like, I think he figures out that he has some brain activity going on in there that he's just like, this is, this isn't a hive mind. This, this kid has like free will. Yeah. He has a thought process in there. Yep. He has like this. They're self-identifying thoughts. Mm. Yeah. This is not. This is not normal. This is not normally what you see in what ants or whatever. Yes. I mean, they also have ind- I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know how they work. That's the but. thing too. Yeah, is I, I'm like, I don't want to go into science because I'm not an right. ant expert, but I do know that they they exhibit high an mind ant expert, if you mentality. will. <laughs> yeah. Stop. <laughs> but I think he finds something in there that like doesn't seem right to where they're just diseased and can't be helped, and so there he's just like there there has to be a way yeah and then i think somehow the government finds out that he he finds this out Mm -hmm. 
and the government already has a solution. Right. So, what, the, the big climaxes between government agents and our protagonist and his gaggle of zombies? No. <laughs> no I, was think, I was thinking, I know we do this a lot to where we just kind of cut it and we end it, but I'd like, I'd like those endings only because then it's like, well, you interpret what yeah. happens next and where... I want. I don't know why, but I want it to end. His room gets busted open by government agents. He gets arrested, taken out, and then the final scene is like you just get a shot of this kid just sitting there, kind of like lifeless, yeah. looking out, and you get you get him in the background being taken out of the doorway and down the hallway, and then it's done. Black. It's a, it's a little depressing. <laughs> Unless you want something else. I don't know. Well, taking out his guns is a little much. <laughs> well, you you still get that though with the party. I think this is all happening with the oh, party. Oh yeah, because it's because at some point he was he was aligned with the party. He's like, okay, yeah, and then they kind of they made it more point more right. point. They're like, no, we're gonna get him. Like we're yeah. gonna get rid of all these guys. And he's like, yeah. oh, and then he split off, and then he did his thing with the with the teen, and. Well, I think that he still worked with them because that's one way of just getting out there. So right. he's not infected or whatever sure sure but then he kind of sees one where it's just a teen he's like oh i think i could get this one you know like and i wouldn't become uh, a zombie and the climax is this like really big cool like musical finish and it keeps cutting back between like the resistance fighters or whatever like shooting all of this shit up well i and, think and cutting that, back to him like but i think at that point with the, the teen right but i think at that point too the government comes in and are shooting at the resistance fighters uh yeah yeah which then yeah because then we realize that's like oh shit the government is like trying because at, at this point we think the government just kind of like lets them live because they're there and we can't yeah. really do anything about it but now we see it's like when some people are trying to get rid of them they're shooting at them right? yeah they're actively saving the things these yeah these killer nuisance creature things right hybrids yeah. right and you're just like what and then it's nice because it juxt <laughs> juxtaposition, juxtaposition the juxtaposition of him and the teen and when you're also realizing that these things have semi-consciousness and you're just like what is going on yeah, you know? yeah. And i think with and then the that, then that leaves the audience like wait what they they are conscious and holy cow and then and then the black ending the cut to black ending works because then because then i think it's you're not telling the audience like hey guys the government does have a cure and they're they're just trying they're to evil. put the cloak over our eyes i think you just give them enough subtle hints to where the audience tries to figure out what exactly, exactly is, is going, going on, on. Mm. so all right, we have a we have another uh, wake up sheeple film. We did it, guys. We have so many. <laughs> we did it. It's the best message we can give you. That's right. <laughs> wake up. Get that uh, old man Hollywood out there. Have him make the movie, and then eventually, when we get enough of the Cinema Architects brand of movies out there, <laughs> the sheeple will wake uh, up. Uh, they hopefully. God, what do you think our first one would be? Our what first produced movie. Yeah, I think our first episode. I think Meta Road Trip. Meta oh, Road Trip. Meta Road I, think trip. I forgot I think about that one. That's the one that I would present first. That would probably be the safest option. Yeah. They'd be yeah. Like, oh, this we've got this uh, group of wouldn't cost a lot of money. That's for sure. Yeah, it'd be a good low budget a film. Cheap. Right. Right. Exactly. 
And then we launch into it and we become the next Tarantino or something. Well, and then I think that we make all these movies that seem very unrelated, but like there's subtle things about them where they're all all in the same universe. It's a Marvel universe. What do you mean they're all inside this kid's snow globe? What? (laughs) That's funny. Right. Okay. So we leave it with kind of a a shrug in a sense, which I think is fine. But yeah, it's like they have consciousness, but what are you going to do? Yeah. And then we just end it like that. Got a well, sad leaves movie. it open for a sequel, I guess. Yeah. I'm okay with that. <laughs> All right. Um, what say we cast it? Do it. Let's do it. Cue the music. And we're back. And uh, we've got a couple of casting choices for you today. Turns out, Heck yeah, we do. We don't have Indeed. that many characters, <laughs> but many we uh, we worked with what we got here. Um, well, Austin, on that case, oh. could I jump off then? Oh shit! Oh, okay, yeah, oh, go, shit. go yeah. for it. Perfect, because I I we had discussed briefly off mic that we had very few characters, and so we kind of added one, and I've added some story amendments with it to flesh things out a little bit. But uh, I think what we agreed on was that our main character husband, whoever his name may or may not be, ends up getting a new wife. And I wanted the idea of this new wife to be almost weirdly like perfect slash better than his old wife in a way. And then I wanted her to be very discouraging to him to be like, why are you doing this and blah, blah, blah. And like, you have a family now, like spend time with them. Like mm. don't lose a second one, you know? Mm. Oh yeah. But she's actually planted from the government because they don't want him digging into things. Oh shit. Oh. It's like total recall. Oh, oh my right. gosh. And Wait. she is played by Natalie Portman. Oh, nice. <laughs> Very, yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. I like that too. That, there we go. Another solid character yeah. that we can yeah. put in there. Because then she's actively trying to stop him, unbeknownst to him. Mm. Right. Yeah. Revisions. It's a good thing. I like that. Yeah. Addendum one to our idea. Addendum one, exactly. Oh, God, we didn't have a design corner. I'm sad now. <laughs> hey, man, that's on you. That's Sorry true. about yeah, that. Yeah, you're the, you're the one who launches him. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm sad. Uh, okay, so I did the actual character, the only character that we really had. <laughs> that's true. In this movie. Um, and um, was, zombie teen. <laughs> right, sorry. Worker number five, <laughs> sir. Pivotal. <laughs> right. Very pivotal. Um, so I had the main character, and I decided to go with Sterling K. Brown. Oh, that's a great... I love Sterling K. Brown. Mm-hmm. He's quickly he is become in, one of my newest favorite upcoming what's actors. What's he in? He is in This Is Us. He's in This Is Us. He's in The People vs. O.J. Simpson. Yes, he's in Black the brand Panther. new Predators movie. And the... Yeah, the, the yeah, <laughs> but he's also, yeah, more importantly in the, the new Black Black Panther movie. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. He's yeah. really great. No, I, I, I love him. He's, he's a fantastic actor. Honestly, I think he has probably old. the best actor in Black Panther. And and not I saying would, no, not I saying would. that other people are not as good. Maybe yeah. Michael B. Jordan. It'd be between those two. Yeah. Is he the guy who's agree. like the head of the mountain uh what kind no. of people? No, he's, he's uh, Michael B. Jordan's dad. Oh. Like, Sterling K. Brown? Oh yeah, the that's dad. Right. He's the dad, yeah, yeah. The dad that yes, doesn't yes, make yes, it past yes, the yes. opening flashback. Okay, right. sure, sure, yep. sure. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense then. Right. That's very good. 
Um, so I cast uh, the uh, opposition party leader, I guess. Uh, he's going to be a character because we're going to make him one. That's right. And, uh, you know, basically he's like, we're going to eradicate all of them. While uh, main character guy is like, well, I just kind of want to cure him. Um, and I picked Michael Keaton. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I like Michael Keaton. Yeah, because I think he can just be like a good... He could be that kind of boisterous politician. Yeah, he's a, he's a little boisterous. He can be very like... Uh, forceful and convincing and everything mm -hmm. a little persuasive yeah yeah no he can get real aggressive when he wants to yeah, yeah. i want to get nuts god <laughs> let's get nuts I, I just kept thinking back to uh his portrayal of vulture in spider-man homecoming yeah. oh yeah for sure no that's a that's a good point he's he shows a lot of different sides of that character in yeah that. Um, so i think that lends itself to being the party leader in this case yeah no his vulture portrayal is easily like my top three favorite marvel villains hell yeah vulture is such a garbage villain otherwise yeah. but like in that movie he's so good keaton brings some much needed menace and nuance to him i think but yeah i like i'll tell you what i like vulture more than i like killmonger Ooh. Ooh uh... That's hot takes. Hot take. I'll have to watch. Takes. I'll have to watch some movies again, but I might not disagree with that. To be honest, I might be on that as well. But I'd have to watch again because, like, you know, it, yeah, motivations and everything aside, and this is looking at the very shallow end of things here. But it's a point, and like, Killmonger at the end of the movie and everything, it's basically just like clone of black panther as far as like, that's true there's a lot of these marvel movies where they just fight the evil version of themselves exactly a lot of them fall to that the incredible hulk from 2008 gosh iron lots man. of the iron yeah pretty much every the iron new man. Venom movie the new venom movie yeah it's yeah so no that's a good that's a good point i'll give you that yeah yeah so uh point for michael keaton ding nice. ding <laughs> okay well uh that's that's a movie, boys. We did it. It, it is indeed. Sure it. That is a movie. <laughs> we we knocked one out. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, you can uh, no no. You, what you should do is that you should go to uh, iTunes, or Apple Podcasts, uh, well, or whatever. I thought you were about to be like, you know what? You no, don't. Thanks for listening. <laughs> don't thanks for anything. <laughs> that's what I thought you were going on. I was like, <laughs> okay. You know what, listeners? Thanks for nothing. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> I'm kidding. But please rate and review us, despite my uh, outburst before. <laughs> um, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, whatever, wherever you get wherever this podcast. Wherever your, your marketplace for podcasts is, wherever the fresh ones are found. We'll be there. We're there ready to be yeah, rated. We're there. We're somewhere there. Um, you can find us at Twitter, Gmail, and Instagram at Cinemarks. Not Karl Marx. That's Cinema, R-C-H-S. Uh, and all of our music comes from Nike Schneid, and you can find all his good stuff at soundcloud.com slash Nike Schneid. Nice. Thanks. Real nice. Yeah. That's a good way to end it. I think so. And yet, here we are. And yet, here we are. Still here. Like many movies, unable to uh, end it and this find is a satisfying like, This is like the, the end stinger to all the Marvel movies, all the, pe the people listening right now. is like, oh, wow. What are they talking about? I can't believe I'm Austin, me. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> For Cinema Architects, I've been Robbie. I'm Austin again. <laughs> I'm wearing an orange vest. See you next time. Bye. Bye. You got so angry. Why do you hate us? <laughs> Guys, it's fine. <laughs> we can enjoy our time together. <laughs>